Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Pause. You're pausing my index card? What the fuck? Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our sheer childhood. My name is Amy. I'm a proud Gen Xer, born in 1977. And I'm her sister, Jenny, born in 1974. What up, Jen? Not too much. What's going on? Nothing. Um, I started a new show I'd like to recommend. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called Couples Therapy. <laughs> Oh god, that sounds awful. It's on it's on Showtime. It's amazing. Really? It's real real couples. There's like six of them. They're all New York based. And you follow like their journey through counseling. It's really interesting. Is that there was do you remember that show? Was it called Therapy or something like that? There was a show. And like they just it. There was one like ten or fifteen years ago with a male therapist and now what the same show just launched with the female therapist yeah that's her what is that show called couples therapy oh that's called couples therapy no it's not oh you're thinking of i know which one you're thinking of she's a woman of color the therapist yes <clears throat> i can't think name? i can't think of the is it but called it's, therapy but it's fictional yes yep this is real oh cool Oh, this is real couples therapy. Oh, so it's, it's, oh my God. Okay. Part of the reason I love it so much is. Oh, the the therapist is the one I'm thinking of. Okay. The couples are so diverse and they have a range of issues, but Mm. the therapist is so good. She's so good. You're just like, and then you see, you actually see her meeting with her counselor and talking it out, like her supervisor and talking it out. It's really interesting. Yeah, I'm thinking of The Therapist. That was a show that was out like 10, 15 years ago. I remember and then that. I just redid it. Yep. No, this is called Couples Therapy. It's on Showtime. Half hour episodes. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's my suggestion. Anything else going on in your world, Jenny? Uh, I'm going to DC today. Oh, for what? Just to visit friends. I'm going there in March. You'll be happy to know that I'm completely over the COVID. Oh, it's about fucking time. It's like three months later. It has taken down half of Timmy's family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see that. I see that. Yeah. People are in hospitals. Like, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, this strain is just very... Strain? Is it a strain? It's a strain. It's very contagious. It's, It's wild. And so many people I know have strep throat, too. Strep throat was going around. Yeah. Like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. But like adults. Yeah. Getting yep. strep throat. It's crazy. No, I know several who did. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Um, Jenny, we're looking at Little House on the Prairie season three, episode 19 today. The music box. Do you have a description? Laura befriends a classmate named Anna whose excessive stuttering affects her ability to make friends. Laura stands by the girl's side when she's excluded from Nellie's elite new club, but matters are complicated when Laura is caught stealing Nellie's music box. Nellie agrees not to tell anyone, but she has ulterior motives of her own that may threaten Laura's friendship with Anna. Hmm. Okay. Um, how'd you feel about this episode overall? Um, I... Now, I, I could, like, when I read the description, I'm like, why would the Mimis pick this? But now, like, after seeing the dream sequences, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I remember this. <laughs> it had, like, God Sister vibes. Yes, it did, but better. <laughs> better, way better. God yeah, no, I totally remember like, it. This God was, Sister um, was as low as you go, man. This was a funny episode in a lot of ways. Like, I think it really highlighted well, like, the overly dramatic stress of, like, kids about, like, the dumbest little thing. Yeah. I want to talk about Paul's hotness for a minute. Oh, God. We watched season one. I was like, wow. Season two, wow. Season three, he rounds that corner with that present for Laura, and I was like, whoa. So I think three might be peak. Ew, gross. Guys, come at me and let me know. What is peak Paul hotness? Is it season three? I think it might be. No one cares. Everybody cares. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Um, Jenny, I also want to say real quick that next week I'm recording a special episode with Pamela Bob, who we know we've had her on the pod before. She's a writer and director and she did the shorts living on a prairie, which are amazing. Her. I love her. Yes. She is going to join me to cover Ma's holiday. Great. So we're really excited about that. So that'll be dropping in a few weeks, but we're going to record it next week. So it is coming at you because someone specifically said we need to hear about Moss Holiday. And I thought a mother who tries to go away and the whole house falls apart while she's gone. Yeah, I could write about that. I thought we did. We didn't do that episode. No, we didn't. I think we thought We did when they go away for the class reunion, class of 56 Mm -hmm. or whatever. But we did not do Ma's Holiday. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's coming at you. My so-called life finishing up on Patreon. We have a couple weeks left of that. And then um, we're doing Pamela Love Story. And we don't know yet for... Oh, I did have something for you. Oh, okay. Let me get your thoughts on this. So I was out with some friends the other night. And my one friend is... She's a Gen Xer. She's a couple years older than me. And she has... Children Wait, a Gen X are a couple years older than you? So 73, yeah. 74 years old? I was like, no, that'd be like 70, <laughs> 72. Um, she has children who are like, one is like a super young millennial and one is a Gen Z. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like in college or just getting into college and like freshly out of college. Yeah. She, she, te- she was texting with them. And she responded to like, you know, they told her something or said they're going to be somewhere or whatever. And she responded with K. Do you, do you okay. use this? Yeah, just K. Right? Just K, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Gen Z kid was like, just so you know, or something. I forget the exact phrasing. When you just write K, that's low-key rude. <laughs> 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 um, and she was telling this to you know a table full of gen xers and some borderline boomers and we were like what like i've never heard that like 
that isn't what and then she's she she prodded further and she's like but if i write okay is that rude and they're like no hmm. it's dismissive like okay that's how they feel where mm-hmm. i feel like it's just like okay i acknowledged it like got it like not rude yeah no what the fuck and i've I been love- doing this forever do like well, millennials and gen z think this is rude one thing I love about Gen Z is they'll call you out on your shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad they did because I had no idea they thought this was rude. Like, it's literally, although, you know what? Now that I think about it, some people at work will send ACK. Like Acknowledged? Yes. Mm. That's a little rude, I feel like. Yeah, that's weird. Doesn't that feel a little, like, overly formal and rude? I feel like K is just casual. All right, Jenny. Let's get into this shit show, Okay. Okay. Uh, well, and then somebody did this to me at work, texted me a K. And I was like, not text, but like messaged me a K. But they were also a Gen Xer. And I was not offended or upset. I don't right, know what to do. It's a hard habit X. to break. Because you're Gen X. We don't, you know, we're used to getting Should I just put a deal? statement like in my status on my chat that like when I say K, I'm not being like aggressive? Well, and the funny thing is like, this is, this is my friend Lou. I don't know if you know Lou. Mm-hmm. Which is basically like to her kids, like, if I was going to be rude, I would just write, fuck you. Right. I would just be rude. <laughs> so, so the low key rude, because low key rude, what does that even mean? We were laughing so hard at that. Like mm-hmm. low key, low, like it's, what's it's low like key a li- rude? It's like a little bit of shade. <laughs> low key rude. So then, <laughs> so then we started calling Steve Locke, low key rude. Like that could be his drag name, like L-O-K-I, mm-hmm. low key rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. boy don't um, tell gen xers they're low-key rude just be like that's rude we're offended by it why do low i feel like rude. i'm gonna get a lot of k responses from you now <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> oh god all right jenny here we go we're gonna open on a creepy ass toy store now <clears throat> i just I have not... what is this hellscape i did not realize this was olsen's i wrote are they suddenly they have like a Macy's level Toy Story Toy Store window display? Like what know, the hell is going on here? This was creepy as fuck. It was creepy because there were a lot of old toys, a lot of dolls, a lot of, you know, puppets, like just all the creepy things. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> this is literally my next sentence. Oh my god, Paul looks super hot here. Is this his peak hotness? <laughs> No. My next sentence is Laura is the most annoying little sister. She has all the little sister energy in these seasons. So they're home and Paul rounds the corner and he has a present for her and he is smiling. The hair is jet black and thick and curly. He's got his little lift pants on. (laughs) The suspenders. He's got the lifts in his shoes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He brings out Laura's present because it's her birthday. Laura tears into it and it's a dictionary. I Jenny. It, first of all, I thought it was a remembrance book. Mm, that would have been which, a better gift. Which she's been talking about needing forever. Mm-hmm. And okay, I'm not a huge fan of a dictionary. However, Pa does talk about how it has a map of the sky in it, which I would have mm-hmm. been all over. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how it has an atlas in it. Mm-hmm. It does. You know how I love an atlas. I and love you, an atlas. And you have to remember the lack of information back then. Like this, I just used to have. This is the equivalent of getting a computer, right? I used to have atlases, like yeah, just laying around. Um, just oh, laying around. 
I have an unveiling for you. Oh, God. I bought something. Wow. What is this? Is that a worry doll? It's worry dolls. Oh, God. So They're I'm not gonna, the same as I remember. I'm going to tell them my worries and put them on my windowsill. Oh, good. That should so, take care of things. Hey, little worry doll. I'm Wait, first worried. of all, could, could we discuss? You got to put a picture of these on Mimi Beast. Can I will. we discuss? That they're like four times the size of the original ones. Like I know. Are people's worries way bigger? And like that one looks like all gothy. I worry that I'm gonna have to watch another crappy episode of Little House. <laughs> Put it on the window. So I worry about nuclear annihilation. The thing, the, the thing that we would the things that we would do to avoid going to therapy, man, and dealing with our problems. I worry that my kids are going to terrorize me and live at home forever. Put that on the windowsill. Okay, we got three worry dolls on the windowsill. Let's see what happens. Doesn't your cat go on the windowsill? I feel like that's going to end badly. Yeah, he does. All right, Jenny. So I have a question here. What is the worst gift you've ever gotten? Oh, for, um, a lamb chop doll. <laughs> I knew it was your mom. Yeah. Yeah. As a grown-ass adult, I got a lamb chop doll puppet. Here's the best part about that, though, Jenny. How many times in your life have you watched Lamb Chop? Never. Not once. Zero. 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 Exactly zero. Yes, I, don't even, I, could... I barely knew it was Lamb Chop. I... I don't even know how that happened. Like, I did... did somebody come into work, like, selling stuff in a kit, and she bought it? Like, that has to be the explanation. Guys, if you haven't heard this story before, the year my parents divorced was real cray. And <laughs> my mother comes over and gives us lamb chop dolls for Christmas. Lamb and we dolls. don't know what to do. Because well, I'm 21 at this point and you're 24. Can't think of a more arbitrary like gift that makes no sense. Like it would have made some sense if it was like Scooby-Doo, who sure. I was obsessed with as a kid. It was something from our childhood. Sure. Yes. This was yeah. just Then it's totally just regression. Random. This was just bonkers. Yeah. And I think she tried to give us false memories and try to implant in our memories that we loved Lamb Chop. Did she think that we loved Lamb Chop? Maybe she didn't remember our childhood. I mean, our parents seem to know nothing about our childhood. <laughs> well, they were running around in their underwear with the paramedics <laughs> showing up. <laughs> All right. So she gets this gift. Now, as you said, Paul says, this dictionary, he's like selling it hard. Because well, you can all, see the apparent disappointment on her face. So obvious. Well, first of all, how does Mary not already have a dictionary? A. Oh, B. I can't even talk about her. I feel like Paul bought this for himself. Yeah, me too. It's kind of mm-hmm. 100%. So Laura's like, oh, yeah, it's uh, really cool. Um, even Mary can use it. And I feel like she's just going to give it to Mary. Yeah, Mary's and Carrie yells, "Me too!" And I just wrote, no. "Okay, calm down. You'll calm never down. be able to read Carrie. Calm, <laughs> calm down. down. Maybe you can at least know a cat is different than a dog." All right. So that night in bed, and this is another thing we don't get any more of these mom pom bed scenes. Is it because they're after mad at each like? Other? Yeah, I think so. After like season three, they're gone. Well, and also, can we discuss that Carolyn gives the talk of you should just be happy with whatever you get, girls. Yes, she does. So Paul comes to bed and he's on a high. He's all revved up because he was out using that dictionary. And he's like, we found the big dipper. We found the small dipper. It's so awesome. I'm going to be doing it myself. And then he goes, who am I kidding? She fucking hated it. Me and my big ideas. I should have let you pick out her present. 
That's yep. when Carolyn says, you know, these girls need to get used to to accepting gifts that are what they need and not what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buckle Jane, up, kids. This reminds us of buying gifts for dad. What do you mean? Because we often have to buy dad things he needs because he refuses yeah. to buy them for himself. Right. But then he gets all cranky. Then he gets like a big baby. And yeah. he like has a pout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Jenny, Carolyn says... Years from now, when fancy mirrors are broken, she'll be using that dictionary and remember what a beautiful gift it was. Yes. What are you doing with fancy mirrors? I Like, breaking them. Like, I've had Graham's little hand mirror. Granted, it's not that fancy. I've had mm-hmm. it for, like, 35 years. It's not okay, broken. Okay, I want to talk about this, because when I read this, I wrote, Jenny, do you remember in Ocean City, Maryland, when the parents left us alone with Jamie and Kelly in the condo? And we trashed it and we broke a mirror. <laughs> no, I do not remember that. Oh my God. It was like, it was when we stayed at the Fountainhead in Ocean City, New Jersey, or in Ocean City, Maryland, remember? Okay. And the parents went somewhere. Who knows where they went? They were probably down the beach and we were in the they room. They used whatever. to go to, no, tree frogs, frog secrets. trees, frog secrets. secrets. There was that other one though, too. Yeah. So they're doing their shit, whatever. They're probably getting trashed somewhere. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And we're like 11 and 12 and we're in this condo by ourselves with Jamie and Kelly, who are our neighbors. And we're just up to no good. We're running around. We're trashing things. Like we used to just trash things. I don't even remember that. And at one point, the mirror falls off the wall. I'll have to ask Kelly. She'll remember. And we were freaking out because we <laughs> thought we we're going to have bad luck. Mom and dad are going to kill us. And I guess mom and dad probably either had to replace it or pay oh, for I'm it. Sure or, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. But I just remember being alone a lot and trashing oh, things. Oh, yeah. We used to always be alone. Like, who were, who do we think we were? Motley Crew? What are we doing? <laughs> we're just going to trash a hotel room <laughs> while they're gone. So the next day, Laura's back at Olsen's, and she's at that toy window, and she's just gawking. Can we discuss that this is Amy looking at a Sears catalog at Tub Town circa 1982? Yeah, Tub Town, which would have been, a, okay, if mom got me Tub Town at 21, I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> she just, I feel like that became a thing. Like, she just wasn't going to get it for you. I'll play with Tub Town now if I could find it. I have a great tub. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I'll have my glass of wine. And, and your Tub Town. <laughs> my Tub Town. <laughs> So some chick named Anna comes up and they start chatting and we learn that Anna has a stutter. And Anna says she would like to have the doll because it's like having a sister. Nope. Nope. I have an index card. <laughs> having a doll is better. I'm just going to say that. All right. Go ahead, Jenny. I just have like, I just wanted to do a list. Like, so I looked up stuttering and there's no, no like breaking amazing information about it. It's basically a some they think it's mostly developmental mm-hmm. when a kid's um or like you know degenerative like me right now it's uh when a kid's like physical mechanisms to talk are not catching up to like their brain right like, so they know what they want to say but you know they have it like they they haven't developed to the point where like they can say the things they want to say it's very it's mostly common in like younger kids mm-hmm but some people have it their whole life and, and they don't, I don't think they really know why it continues. They think some of it could be related to anxiety. It's hereditary. Um, Joe Biden has a stutter. So thank you for that reveal. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to do a list of people who have stutters because it's actually oh. super common and it's 
you can overcome a stutter. Like it's, it's funny because I feel like a lot of actors are on this list. And um, did you them... watch the King's Speech? Yes, yes, you can overcome a stutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and a lot uh, there's a couple of them that say that acting helped them overcome their stutter. Well, we see some of the techniques Laura's employing to help yes. Anna overcome her stutter, and it's working. So some of the actors, singers, and entertainers are Mark Anthony, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Do Wayne I know Brady. her? She's married to my boyfriend. Oh, that's right. Wayne Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize I don't know who anyone is when I go through some of these lists. Steve Harvey. John Lee Hooker. Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. James Earl Jones, who is like who? a famous voice. Isn't that crazy? Who? <clears throat> James Earl Jones. Oh, okay. Boris Karloff. Mm. You know who he was, right? Frankenstein. Yep. Harvey Keitel. <laughs> who's like just always plays a crazy person. Nicole Kidman. B.B. King. It's more common in men, too, than women, by the way. Mm. Okay. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Jack Parr. Again, oh. a host of television. Crazy. Host of what show, Jenny? The Tonight Show. Yeah, okay. Um, Elvis Presley. Hmm. Eric Roberts. Is that Julia Roberts' brother? Yeah. Yes, he was in like a bunch of B grade action movies that Wasn't were like he a, was he in on Cinemax or, after he Dark. Some, yes, okay. I knew there was some like <laughs> controversial thing. Charlie Sheen. Talk about controversial. I forgot Charlie Sheen was in being John Malkovich. One of my favorite movies of all time. Remember when Charlie Sheen lost his goddamn mind? Oh, yes, he totally did. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, Carly okay. Simon, mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart, Bruce Willis. Didn't he just didn't he just get diagnosed with dementia? Yeah, but it's like a really rare form and Ugh. it like hits you when you're young. It's really bad. I feel very oh, bad, bad for them because, you know, I love him. I yes. love him. Then there's a list of sports stars and not surprising to anyone. I know almost no one on this. Okay. I'm sure there's okay, Shaquille O'Neal, I know. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, hmm, that's it. Herschel wow. Walker, I know, because of his fucking political campaign. <laughs> Tiger Woods, no, that guy. That's it. Out of like 35 names. I know okay. three. Uh Lewis Carroll. Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. author. Yep. Charles Darwin. Hmm. I mean, so like the point of this is And Joe Biden. Joe Biden, as you mm-hmm. already said. Um, the point of this is, is like it's super. Oh, Winston Churchill too. Mm, okay. And then the famous King George the Sixth, who is Elizabeth's father. Mm-hmm. Um, the famous movie, The King's Speech, which is an amazing movie. Amazing. Love Colin Firth plays him, so right? Good. Who plays Thanks. the guy that helps him with his stutter? Though I forget. Is it Colin Firth that plays him? Colin Firth plays the king. Okay. Who plays with know. him in that? Pause. You're pausing my index card? What the fuck? Is it Jeffrey Rush? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'm going to continue with my index card. Yeah, go ahead. I don't have much J. Edgar information. Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Mm-hmm. Alan Turing. Mm, okay. And a stutter doesn't. 
impede you in any way unless you're like nope. a public speaker like that's why the king wanted to right right because like of course the 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 sentiment here in this show is we must fix you right okay i'm done with my index card now you can continue oh okay that's what that long pause was all right so anna again says she likes the doll because it'd be like having a sister or whatever Anna says she would call the doll Laura because she's so nice to her. And just then, Nellie invites Laura to a secret club. This and is she, the, Nellie's Mimi Bees. It's Nellie's Mimi Bees. <laughs> oh, God. It's actually Jenny's Mimi Bees. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. So I Nellie was not says, the person who needed some club to validate <laughs> myself. Nellie says no boys are allowed and only her best friends. And Laura says, I'll come if Anna can. Nellie's like, okay. And I just wrote, this is a trap. <laughs> now in Nellie's room, the girls are playing with all of her dolls and shit. This and is Laura, like creepy doll palooza. Like what is? Oh, this? it's bad. It's bad. Like, did we think for one second that Nellie's room wouldn't be a house of horrors? Yeah, seriously. So Laura's enamored with the music box, and Nellie sees her playing with it and slams the lid down and says she demands quiet. Boy, I was triggered by that because I do that kind of thing. Yeah, Laura is so easily entertained, man. <laughs> Laura appreciates the fine things in life and she hears some music and she really is engrossed in it. Okay, I'll get you a music box so you can listen to music. No, I don't want one. Nellie gathers everyone up to elect a vice president because obviously she's the president. Obviously. And she tells Laura she can be the vice president, but Laura suggests Anna be the vice president. Nellie says, now I'm going to quote Nellie, guys. She can't be in the club because you nit 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 know why. And I just wrote, the- what a fucking bitch. Oh my god, Amy, you can't do that. What? That's so I can't believe you were just making fun of that stuttering girl. I said I was quoting <laughs> Nellie. I hate you. <laughs> so just then Harriet comes in and ushers them all down for sandwiches. Laura hangs back a second and then she grabs Nellie's music box. Oh god. Now Anna and Laura are walking home and Anna is asking for help with her stuttering and Anna starts naming, Laura goes to her, why don't you name all the toys that Nellie has in her dollhouse? And Anna's doing that and while she's focused, she doesn't stutter. So Laura smiles, Anna walks away, but then Laura remembers, oh shit, I stole that music box. It's a real Mm -hmm. like bring down. She decides, Jen, she's going to hide it in the drama barn. And she almost gets caught dancing around to it. And she, she drops so it. Lame. She I is so fucking I, I lame. can't, Laura, I cannot excuse this behavior. And now, like, this music box is being held hostage, and now it's broken. Like, what she the drops fuck, it, Laura? and it plays the music, like, wow. Like, you know, when your tape used to, like... I was triggered the... by this, because I feel like you used to take things and wreck them. Like, you would Me? take my things and wreck them. Oh, 100%. I wrecked everything. I spilled everything, and I wrecked <laughs> yeah. everything. Jenny, do you remember when you would have a tape, like a cassette tape, and something would get fucked up with the tape itself, and it would start doing this, like just like well, or just it would it would wear out. I wore out my pretty hate yeah. machine nine inch nails tape, and like it just would not work anymore. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Okay. So cut to Paw and his amazing fiddle playing in the house. Happy to see this again. I just wrote life was so boring then. Could you imagine? Did you notice we had a different camera angle? Yes. Yeah. The girls were sitting by the fireplace and the camera, guys, is like in Charles and Carolyn's bedroom. I can't believe they have another wall. They have an actual wall there. Yeah, facing out. So Pa's sitting in his usual seat. Carolyn's in the dark corner like a Sith Lord or something back there. (laughs) And Laura and Mary are by the fireplace. Laura's moping and Pa's concerned, but she insists she's okay. That night, she has a bad dream. In her dream, Uh, they do like the Wayne's World dream. So when this happened, first of all, do you remember when everything was so dramatic when you're young? And like there was some stupid little thing that would be world ending. You're talking to the person who used to cry every night for six years. Yes, you did. And then when I saw this dream scene, which I kind of forgot about, like I didn't realize it was in this episode. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, oh, now I know why everybody picked this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's bonkers. Yep. She has a dream that she's in court in chains and she's being sentenced to a hundred years of school. I'm like, that's about right in Beatles classroom. There's 80 year olds. So she also has to write, I will not steal 10 million times, 10 million times. So she starts calling out in her sleep and she's sweating and Mary wakes her up and Mary is motherfucking pissed off. Mary is not here for this shit. Yeah, I would be pissed about this. Jay, do you remember when we used to share a bed? That was a Uh, nightmare. Worst years of my life. (laughs) So the next day, Mary, Laura, and Anna are walking to school and Nellie stops Laura. Nellie asks Laura to be in the club and Anna's like, I'll be. Nellie says, you can't be in the club until you learn to talk. I want to punch her right in the face. My God. Laura says, guess what? I'm out too, I guess. And then they walk away and Nellie yells after them, a chicken can walk, a butterfly can flutter, Anna can't talk, all she does is st- st- stutter. And Nels hears them. Nels hears this. Now, let me just say something. Would you go nuts? Is this Winoka Nels? Has he been to Winoka? Yeah, I, I feel like, like he has did. been. I'm getting those vibes for sure. I feel like he's newly back from Winoka. Yep. Because he is real pissed off. Yeah. He's got a belt. He wants yeah, to he's whip like, Nelly. He's going to beat some people. Mm-hmm. He chases Nelly in the house with the belt, and she is like freaking out. She hides behind Harriet. Harriet tells Nels, like, back off. She didn't mean it. Well, She's sorry. That whole scene, Nelly was acting so badly. Like, like her, like the actress was acting badly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, it was so awkward. Probably because she's like, who wrote this drivel? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. terrible. So Nell says, okay, here's your options. I either beat the shit out of you with this belt, or you go over to Anna's and you apologize to her and her family. And she's like, okay, I'll do the latter. Mm-hmm. Now Willie picks up some friendly fire here, and Nell tells him, <laughs> go clean your fucking room. This happens that would with always my happen. kids all the time. Mm-hmm. That would always happen. There would mm-hmm. always be like like the, uh, the um, collateral damage. Yep, yep. <laughs> In the drama barn, Laura is desperately trying to fix the music box when, outside the drama barn, Jack starts attacking Nellie. Oh my god, that was so good. Nellie, in an attempt to escape from Jack, runs into the drama barn and catches Laura red-handed with the music box. First of all, 
I feel like the dog attacking Nellie was a different dog than Jack. It was much bigger, <laughs> right? It was that was a much bigger dog. It did seem and bigger, it, yeah. And it's like jumping all over her. It suddenly came to life. Like Jack oh, doesn't have that much energy. Yeah, I've never seen Jack do that. I was dying laughing. Jack's been that. dragged across the country behind a wagon. He doesn't have oh this kind God. of energy. I was dying laughing. So Laura tries to lie and say that the music box is hers, but then she confesses. And now Nellie has blackmail. This is the worst person ever to blackmail you. Yep. So Laura's like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you say. Nellie says, you're going to be in my club and you're going to do whatever I want. And if you break that promise, I'll have you arrested. Arrested. (laughs) Jesus. So Paul walks in and he thinks they're getting along and he's just kind of like, uh, okay. This is good, I guess. I feel like he's, you're going to get mad because of all the shit you just said about Michael Landon, but I feel like he's doofy in this season. No, he's not. He's kind of doofy. Mm-mm. He's definitely a little doofy. Not at all. So Paul's like, I'm really happy to see, once uh, Nellie leaves, oh, Laura says Nellie gave her the music box oh, and Nellie's like, oh yeah, she's my best friend. So once she leaves, Paul's like, I'm happy to see this. A new friend is better than an old enemy. Jenny, would you make best friends with any of your old enemies? Hell no. God, no. No. Do you have an arch, enemies you have an for arch nemesis? I don't have specific arch nemesis. This is your, you have the arch nemesis. I do have an arch nemesis. <laughs> so now Nellie heads out to Anna's and mom doesn't speak English. She's speaking Swedish. Mm-hmm. And Nellie tells Anna she is sorry that she teased her. And Anna's like, really? You're sorry? She's like, what Stop. is Nellie up to? Like, I'm just like, don't trust her. Don't, don't trust, trust her. her. Don't trust her. Nellie asks Anna to tell her folks that she is sorry, and then Mom invites Nellie for dinner. Uh, She says no, and Nellie's being nice, and I don't trust this. No. Now Laura's reading her dictionary, and she asks Paul what it's like to be in jail, and Paul says he doesn't know. He's like, I knew some fellas who were in jail during the war, and boy, did they have some crazy stories. (laughs) And Laura's like, what type of crimes do you go to jail for? Gen X pro tip. If your kid, your teenager starts asking a lot of questions about jail, something's yeah, going worry. on. They're either they're either committing a crime actively or they're communicating with a jailhouse pen pal. So <laughs> yeah, you need seriously. to check out both situations. <laughs> so he's like, uh, you could go to jail for stealing, cheating, lying. And she says, oh, stealing something big like a horse. He's like, oh, no, no, they hang you for that. You can't go to jail for lying unless you're under, you lie under oath. That's so stupid. It's nighttime again and Laura's dreaming she's in a prison, but there's like fire. And you know what I called it? You know what I called it? Game of Thrones jail. This, so someone's on a medieval torture wheel. It's totally absurd. And also I was at that war concert. (laughs) Jenny, it reminded me of when they kept Cersei locked up. This was super dumb. Super, super dumb. It was super dumb. Harriet Like Michelle Mudd level dumb. Harriet is dressed like Gargamel. (laughs) She is. (laughs) And Laura is... (laughs) Laura wakes up and is beating on the wall in her sleeve. And Mary is just... In hell somewhere. So Paul is yelling from down below, What's going on up there? And Laura's like, Please don't tell Paul. Please don't tell Paul. And Mary's like... Oh, Laura rolled out of bed. So they get back to sleep. They go to go back to sleep. And Laura goes, Mary, if I tell you something bad, will you tell Pa? And Mary goes, yes. 
I don't blame what Mary because a bitch. No, because if you're like Mary knows if she hears this thing, then it's going to be a whole fucking thing, and she's going to have to deal with it. So she's like, you know what? Just keep it to yourself. No, no, she's a bitch. You should be ride or die as oh sisters. Jesus Christ. So Laura's like, okay, never mind. I guess I'll just keep waking you up at night with my night terrors and my apparent <laughs> um, anxiety. So now at school, they're playing hide and go seek, and Nellie is deciding who will be it since she's the club president. And Laura has no choice to no choice but to play. And Mary and Anna are like, "What are you doing? Why are you playing and with Nellie?" I can see what's going through Mary's head. Like Laura asked her this question last night, and Mary's like, "Now I'll tell Pa." So like, just leave me out of this. And now she's like, "What the fuck? Like, what mm-hmm. has she done? Mm-hmm. What has she got herself into?" Yep. So now we see Laura being it and she's running around. She catches Willie and he's like, you didn't find me. You didn't find me. And he starts humming the music box song. He, he gaslights is, her. He is diabolical. <laughs> no, he really is. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. I didn't catch you. Now that night at dinner, shit is boiling over. The girls <laughs> are like super quiet. Pa asks Laura how the music box is. This sets Mary off. Mary's like, I'm going to bed and doesn't even want Carolyn's pie for dessert. Unbelievable. What kind of pie do you think Carolyn made? Apple. Mm. You know what my favorite is, I think? Key lime. Key lime pie is delicious. Oh, God, I love a good key lime pie. So the girls, a fight erupts, Jenny, up in the <laughs> up in the cloth. Uh, so Mary calls her out and she's like, you didn't like Nellie until she gave you that music box. Because Laura's like, oh, Nellie's my friend now. I love her. I like how Mary gets all like lawyer on her. Oh, man. She just rips into her. She's like, you said you wouldn't be in the club. And now you are. And you were mean to Anna. And Pa comes upstairs. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> Mary this music box is like a talisman from hell. Oh, it's like the talisman that they went. Remember when the Brady's found the Brady's in Hawaii? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Mary tells Pa that Laura and her new friend Nellie made Anna cry. And don't lie because I was there. Wow. And Mary says Nellie won't let Anna in the club because Anna stutters. And Pa's like, half pint. Is this true? Like, are you hanging out with this asshole? And Pa says, you tell Nellie you can't be in the club until Anna's in it. And I just wrote, good job, Narc. Like, Laura's not dealing with enough here. Now she's got this shit to deal with. Well, Laura made the mistake of, like, asking Mary, basically, can I tell you something terrible? She should have just unloaded it on her. True. True. So another night, another dream. We have some what look to be, like, revolutionary soldiers. No, 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 no. Those are fucking British redcoats. Why are there British redcoats in this? This is the 1800s. 18 this is this is the yeah, late well, 1880s the british redcoats would be in the revolutionary war yes but i wrote this is revolutionary not the rev- war soldiers i know but like you realize this isn't the timeline for the revolution yeah, no war. i know that's why it makes no sense makes i can no see sense. civil war soldiers maybe sure maybe yeah. yeah so laura is being marched to the gallows and i just wrote this is a bit much and doesn't work no and then they actually put the freaking noose on her this is so crazy. I'm so weirded out by that. Ugh. It's off the rails. Well, plus like Handmaid's Tale probably triggered everyone about this. Oh, yeah. So Laura once again wakes up in a cold sweat. And I just wrote, does Mary still not know anything? I wrong? would murder her. I would murder her. <laughs> like, does she still not know anything's wrong? 
God. The next day, Laura tells Nellie about Pa's ultimatum. And at first, Nellie's like, no way. you got to make him change his mind. Then she's like, you know what? All right. Let's have Anna in the club. She brings Anna up into her bedroom in front of the entire club. Oh God, this and is she's fake swearing her in. And as part of the swearing in, she makes her read a secret password. And Anna looks at the paper and she's like, this is not a password. And Laura and Anna are like looking at each other. Laura realizes something bad's going to go down. It's the tongue twister. The Peter Piper picks a pack of pickled peppers thing. Yes. Anna struggles real hard. She just can't get through it. And plus she's nervous now and she's upset. So like that's all coming into it. Nellie's screaming faster, faster. Anna starts to cry. She runs out and Nellie has the balls to go, oh, I wonder what's wrong with her. Nellie is a psycho and a sociopath. They just, this is so in line with their writing, like so over the top with the mm-hmm. villain. Yep. So um, now Laura tells Nellie off and the whole club, she's like, you guys are assholes. You should be ashamed of yourselves. She's like, Anna just wanted to be your friend. Laura finds Anna crying by a tree and she apologizes. And Anna's like, I trusted you. You said you were my friend. And Anna's like, I only wanted to be in the club because you were in it, Laura. And Laura's like, well, I'm not anymore. I quit. Done. Yeah. So then she says, starting today. Now, this is a big commitment to me. I don't know if I'd be like every day. But she's like, starting today and every day after school, we will practice your talking and we will defeat Nellie. I mean, what else does Laura have going on? And also, like, of course, the answer is we need to fix you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not not these people need to accept you for how you are. Right. Um, what else does Laura have going on? I mean, she's at this point, don't forget, she's like panning for fake gold with Jonah. She's killing old men. She's got a lot going on. Laura is running <laughs> like a criminal operation. That's true. That's true. So Laura gets home that evening. It's pouring. She comes in in the rain. Mom, Pa rush in. They get her by the fire. They're drying her off. And she confesses everything. And she says she broke the box. Then Nellie blackmailed her. And Mary's like, oh, so you were forced to do all those things? And I just piled on and made your whole situation way worse because I'm a narc and an asshole? Why didn't she just tell her that? Well, I mean, the possibility that your little sister has gone completely astray (laughs) and is doing fucked up shit is high. So, like, she's not surprised. But why didn't Laura just say I'm being blackmailed by Nellie? She didn't have to go into the whole I stole music box thing. Jenny, do you remember that we had... Do you remember we had a secret phrase if we were ever on a game show? Yeah. And that was, we were going to talk about how much we love a certain uncle that we have. Yeah, because remember, they there was that game show where, like, they had to go back home and convince their family that they were marrying, like, this psycho yes. person. Yes. And they won if they could do it. Yes. So Jenny and I developed a secret code. Well, I think the code should apply to I'm being blackmailed. Yeah, sure. So, mm-hmm. like, the code of I love Uncle X. Like, have you talked to Uncle X lately? Because no. I miss him. I really, really miss him. Then I should, would be super suspicious. Should indicate that I am acting against my will in some <laughs> way. I am somehow being coerced. <laughs> All right. So the next day at the Mercantile, Pa has marched Laura in there, of course. And this is another situation, Jen, where Pa tells another adult, you can decide Laura's punishment, Nels. Yeah. Come on, Nels. Get your belt out. Nels says, I think you've been punished enough. Now, just to fuck with Charles, if I was Nels, I would have been like, bend her over and beat the shower and see like how far we could take this. (laughs) 
Like I wrote, what if Nell said, I think a hanging is appropriate. When Charles <laughs> yeah, <had> done this. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so now Nell's flips out on Nellie and punishes her by letting her stay home from school. Then we see yeah. him grab a belt oh, off Jesus. a nail that has many belts on it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. And outside, Willie tries to blackmail Laura one more time. One more time. And Laura dumps water over his head. And that's it, Jen. That's the end of the episode. Whose fault is this? This is Charles's fault for buying a crappy birthday present. Because if he had bought her a good birthday present, I feel like she wouldn't have stolen the music box. I think this is Mary's fault this for not, not being Mary's a loving, fault. supporting sister and helping this her is... sister get the fuck out of this. You First of all, she should have just said, Laura should have said, here's my problem. I need help. Instead, she's like, will you tell Pop if I tell you something bad? And it's like, she gave her an opportunity to get out of dealing with the fucking little sister's drama. So, of course, she's going to take that out. I don't she's blame just her. such a narc. And her cause in trouble at home is just piling on Laura when Laura is dealing with the situation here. <laughs> that she created herself. <laughs> All right, Jenny. At the end of every episode, we look back on theme or a lesson, something we take from the rewatch. We called our why. It's designed to fish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. What is your why for this episode? This is why when we were growing up, everyone was afraid of having any little imperfection. Oh, yeah. Because people would just, like, glab onto it. And, like, mm-hmm. I guess it's still like that. I feel like the younger generations are not like this. I don't not think like so, newer. but I don't know. I've been told I'm wrong when I talk about this. But I was talking to our cousin Hannah last night. And she was talking about how the boys would make fun of her because she didn't have boobs. Mm-hmm. When she was growing up. And she's like, I just felt like I could never win. She's like, you know, if you had too big of boobs, you were made fun of. If you had too little of boobs, you were made fun of. Like, you had to have the perfect size body. You had to have the yeah. perfect size genitalia. You had to act a certain way. You had to, like, everything had to be perfect. Yeah, that's what a- I mean. Any deviation from the standard yeah, is like a nightmare. I don't think, these kids can't be as bad as we were. Because I just feel a lot like a lot of things have changed and they're more accepting of a lot of things. I'm sure there's still stuff. Don't get me wrong. I say that, but then I don't know. It's so hard for me to judge because my kids go to a really small school and they all kind of know each other and are friendly. Like there's beefs here and there, but like, I don't know. I, I don't see it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. And also this is why clubs are stupid. Not the Mimi Bees. Facebook groups are amazing. Yeah, the Mimi Bees are amazing. Amy's original club was stupid. <laughs> First of all, it never got any members. Whatever, Jenny. <laughs> I have, this is why you don't get sucked up into cults. It's easy to do. <laughs> but nothing good ever comes from them. No. No, nothing good. Jenny, um, why don't you tell me what we have coming up next? Is it the movie? It's the movie! Coming up next... Is the last Little House episode. It's called Little House, The Last Farewell. It is an hour and 40 minutes long. That's going to be fucking hell painful. Mm-hmm. While Charles and Carolyn were visiting, are visiting Walnut Grove, the townspeople learn that a land development tycoon, always tycoon, has acquired yep. title to all the land in Hero Township. They're inspired by Laura to vent their anger at this injustice. So they go like, napoleon invading russia style and like just burn everything to the ground yep like that like when every when napoleon invaded russia they just burned all their own cities down well in the story 
the story behind that is supposedly Michael Landon did not want anyone else using that set. Oh my god. So he threw a big baby tantrum. Oh, I'm sure. Which was probably hot. All right. Yeah, um, real, real hot. Man acting like a baby. Real just, hot. Just a reminder, guys. Here's what's happening, okay? Next week, you will hear what Jenny just described, The Last Farewell. After that, you will hear my episode with Pamela Bob covering Ma's Holiday. And after that, you're going to be just getting monthly. So stay subscribed to the feed because things will be popping up. If you're on Patreon, nothing changes. Um, I, here's well, what I'm, here's, that nothing changes. The Patreon content doesn't change, but like there's not going to be a weekly Little House. Right. Here's here's the, the 411 on the tiers. Okay. I thought I would make my life easier and just take the ride or die or the hero mode tier down to $5 and we would be cool. Can't oh. do that. Can't do it. Oh, okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave hero mode. And if you're just feeling generous, you could just stay at the $8 tier. You won't be getting, you'll still get the Patreon episodes early, but you won't get the weekly early. So like that benefit will be gone. Um, what you can do is edit your membership and move to the ride or die tier, but I can't move you as an administrator. You have to do it yourself. So if you, so the $8 tier will stay there. You can still be there if you want to be, you know, if you think Jenny's shady ass is worth the extra $3 a month, that's up to you. Um, otherwise ride or die $5 tier, nothing changes. Okay. So that's what we have going on. Did I cover that correctly, Jenny? Yeah, and the monthly content will be all kinds of different things, like blockbusters, time capsules, the Gen X, that was a thing we're going to go back to. So the monthly thing will, will vary as to what it is. But we're going to try to do like shows that are a little bit longer and a little more meaty once a month versus the weekly releases. Yeah. All right, guys. So if you have a chance, can you do us a big favor and leave us a review? Because we haven't had one in a while. It helps keep our show, you know, when you Google Gen X and Apple Podcasts, like the more reviews you have, the easier your show comes up. Right, Jenny? Have I explained that correctly? Yes. Okay. So um, if you can leave us a review, that would be great. Five stars would be nice. I mean, yeah, we'd, we'd take that. All right. Uh, and again, join our Mimi B group if you haven't already. So thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.